Hello and welcome to Becoming the Influential Me, the podcast. I am Michelle Chikanda and today I want to talk about unemployment. Um, many of you have written to me um, and expressed your frustrations about being unemployed or the prospect of being unemployed. And today I just want to go through how I would do it if I was in that situation and how I have done it in the past when I have been unemployed, albeit for, for not very long. So let us dig right in. So what inspired this, apart from the many letters, not letters, emails, the many emails a lot of you have sent to me and some of the conversations I've had with both friends and family, um, it's tough being unemployed. Um, there's a certain level of dignity that comes with work, being able to provide for yourself. So I think more than it being financially challenging, it is psychologically challenging. And I just want to take a moment to say, if you are currently unemployed and you're giving yourself a hard time, um, it's to be expected and it's understandable. And you are not alone. You're not the only person that is struggling with, um, you know, the basics of how to function and run your life because you are unemployed. I do, however, uh, want to say one thing. You are not the work that you do. A lot of us um, attach our identity to the jobs that we do. And I think whilst that's valid and it does give us a sense of joy, it is not the entirety of our life and our meaning. Is our jobs important? Is work important? Absolutely. But it is not the be all and end all of who we are. And sometimes when we are unemployed, it can be an opportunity to discover the essence of who you truly are and why you were put on this planet and what you're capable of achieving as well. Okay, so aside from that, what else inspired me to, to you know, do this podcast? I watched a show with my partner. Um, he came home and he was raving about this show. And this show was about a billionaire who gave himself the challenge of being dropped anywhere in the world. And he didn't know where he was going to be dropped in America, not in the world. Um, and he was given $100. And his challenge was to make a million in one quarter, in three months. And... He cheated a little bit, but ultimately he did it. And so it made me think, if you have the skills, the know-how, the inbuilt apparatus, apparatus to be able to, to, to be successful, it doesn't matter whether you're employed or, or not employed in the short term. You can do it and you will do it. So with that said, how can I support people that are currently unemployed in terms of how they can think about their current situation? And I put together a few points that I would like to share that I hope um, somebody in that situation would find helpful. Point number one, um, and this is going to come as no surprise to anybody that listens or has listened to my podcast. The first, the very first point I would make is use your time wisely. Um, whether you've been unemployed for two weeks or whether you've been unemployed for two years, there is a value in working on yourself. There is value in spending time uh, continuing to develop yourself as an individual. It doesn't have to cost money either. One of the things that I've said our university these days are like aggregators of information and, you know, they're administrators of how information is put out. But ultimately, all the information you need is available on the Internet. You can use your time to create the future that you want in terms of your career. 
by upskilling yourself, reskilling. Maybe it's time for you to learn about the step after the step you currently want to take and what that looks like. I asked somebody before, you're looking for a job as a marketing assistant. Do you know what a marketing director does or what a chief marketing officer does? Because ultimately, if you want to get there, you kind of have to know where you are going. Um, so using the time wisely to really think about how you can create um, a future in 10 years time, in 20 years time, and how you can use this downtime as a uh, platform, a springboard for you to skip maybe one or two steps in the future. So upskilling yourself, reskilling yourself. The other thing that can facilitate that is your routines. Um, just having a routine, even if you're not necessarily going to work, staying in bed until midday does not necessarily serve you, but actually having a life of purpose because your life is beyond your job. So it's kind of thinking, if I was working, I would be waking up early and I would be doing things throughout my day. And then from the off the back of that, then I would you know have a productive day somewhat and you can still create that but in your own zone in your own space so one of the things that I absolutely loved doing when I was unemployed was waking up at the same time you know going out for my walk in the morning coming back and completing whatever tasks I'd set myself for that day making sure that each day I got closer to my goals and not further away as a result of the downtime um so Build routines, build productive routines. Yes, you can watch Netflix for, you know, your weekends and days at a time, whatever, but do things that actually serve you and build routines around those things. Point number two, create boundaries. This is super important. And the reason why it's so important is because when you are a professional, you have your professional life and you have your personal life. When you're unemployed, it all seems to be personal, right? But actually create some boundaries such that your the, the, the time that you have not working is time that you spend working on yourself. So still put in the time to professional development, even though nobody else is A, watching or B, paying for it. You can still develop yourself even when you are not working. That would be point number two. Um, point number three in your job search, it's super important to get creative. I um, did a, had a conversation with a colleague of mine who's an entrepreneur and he said, you know, I never open uh, an email with just CV attached to Michelle Chikanda. He said, I'd never open it. He said, but if you put in the subject line, um, I helped my last boss go from $1 to $7 million. I'm more likely to open that. So using headlines and subject lines that captivate your audience, using alternative ways to, to differentiate yourself from everybody else on the market, maybe creating a little video and sending that to an HR director somewhere, just something that sets you apart. And because you have so much time, you can create that. Will it guarantee, is it guaranteed to work? No, but even if you can say to somebody in an interview when you do finally get one that, hey, these are some of the things that I did when I was not working, it shows that you have initiative and it shows that you understand the power of time and you understand that you can use it to create things, um, you know, that potentially you wouldn't have thought of if, you're if all your time was occupied by a job. 
Um, so it's really a time for you to sit down with a blank piece of paper and say, right, where do I want to go? Where am I? And how can I make my offering more attractive? How can I make myself sound like a CMO, even though I'm just a marketing assistant, for example? It's really just being able to say, I've got a lot of time on my hands and I can account for it to a future employee. Right. And also to myself, because one of the reasons why um, psychologically can be challenging when you're unemployed is because you're, you're asking yourself the question, what am I doing with my life? What, how can I account for my time? But actually, if you, if you create boundaries and you create routines around what you want to do and you have a set of things that you can demonstrate that you have done, it boosts your confidence. It boosts your personal sense of self-worth because you can look back and say, I use this time to do this. One of the things that one of my students did, which, which I, th- I think is so brilliant, um, is, you know, she's used the time to write a book about her life and she's put it together. And when that, now that she's going into interviews, she's talking about it and people find it interesting and it differentiates herself from other people that might be interviewing as well that are unemployed. It's just giving her the edge, showing employers that, look, I value myself as much as I value any company. And in the same way I'm, I'm intending on coming in to, to develop your com- company, I you know, have been developing myself because I'm a greater asset than any company. Do you understand the logic? <laughs> okay, great. Um, the other thing that I, 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 point number four or number five, I'm lost now, but use the time to research. You know, the world is changing so rapidly and the last thing you want to do is find yourself in a situation where you are putting all your effort into getting a job, into getting yesterday's job, and then you'll be fired tomorrow and be in the same position again. Making sure that you future-proof yourself by understanding the trends, where organizations are going, how things are changing, and how you can be relevant in the world that you want to go into in the long term. Not just the short term, but in the long term. I can't stress this enough. It is one of the things that is shaping uh, my conversations with a lot of leaders at the moment, which is, Michelle, what will the world of work look like in the next, you know, 10 years, in the next five years, in the next 20 years? And if you have a long career ahead of you, it's definitely worth investing some time into thinking about where your career will be at that time, such that you can skip a few steps. (laughs) <laughs> and then and then being unemployed could potentially be the best thing that has ever happened to you but that's also if you use the time wisely okay the next thing that I would advise uh, somebody who is unemployed to do is I would definitely definitely say invest in yourself um not just the investment of time sometimes it takes the investment of money um, do a little course instead of buying I don't know instead of instead of buying that extra biscuit spend that spend that pound spend that that euros wh- whatever it is spend spend that dollar on really um, investing in yourself read things that you wouldn't ordinarily read if you have an extra 10 pounds subscribe to something like the economist or whatever just so you keep broadening your horizons if you have savings spend the money on a course that actually drives you towards being greater at what, what it is that you want to do in the world of work um, and I know that it seems counterintuitive because when you don't have money um, it's hard to spend money but if you think about it as an investment in yourself 
I would also say if there is something that interests you and you don't necessarily have the funds to do it at that time, reach out to people and ask them, what resources can I use? How can I do this um, with the resources that I currently have? Uh, again, this is a way of asking for expertise um, and it's free. <laughs> it's completely free. Will people respond? Not necessarily. But at least you are doing something. At least you are advancing and developing your skills. Because again, even if you show up for an interview and say, I reached out to 50 people during the five months I was off. And from those 50 people, I managed to speak to five people. And those five people gave me insights that led me to being in the position that I'm in today. You sound like somebody that is worth hiring. It's just worth considering. Okay. The other thing that I would um, recommend for somebody who is uh, unemployed is work on your psychological game. Like I said, being unemployed uh, is, is intrinsically linked to your self-worth. We spend a lot of our time at work. <laughs> And we also judge each other based on what it is that we do. That's why when you go to a party, the first question I can almost guarantee, and I absolutely hate it, <laughs> is what do you do? Um, it's because that's how we assess people's values, value. I do not ask that question apart from in a professional setting where I do actually need to know that information. Um, but I, I think it's important for you to work on your psychological game by saying, you know, the, the, Indiari has the song, I'm not my hair. In, this, in that very same way, you are not your job, right? You are not your current um, economic situation. You're not your current career situation. You are wholly you. And in order to work on your psychological, what I mean when I say work on your psychological game, what I'm talking about is doing mental exercises every day that ensure that you're strengthening your mind as opposed to um, weakening it. So what can you do that is uh, maybe maybe you're a meditator. Maybe you're somebody that um, needs to speak confidently and maybe you can practice, you know, four walls practicing your ability to speak about who you are in a positive way um practicing how you will show up in the big bad world once you're there practicing you know and, and envisioning or visualizing the future you necessarily want to have um rather than thinking about all the things that could have could go wrong all the things you didn't do all the ways you know you're never gonna have get back to where you were and you know all these things that our minds can do to us when we are out of work but actually saying i'm going to use this time to visualize the future that i want i'm going to use this time to write down exactly where my career is going to go i'm going to use this time to create a, a, a business plan almost a career plan if you like um of exactly the steps that i intend to take and i'm going to present this to maybe myself <laughs> but just this idea that not allowing your mind to rule over you but you taking steps taking actions to rule over your mind and create the future that you see yourself wanting number the, the other thing with with the upping your psychological game is not letting fear get the better of you it's about being bold when you're unemployed how do I phrase this? You have nothing to lose. <laughs> so be bold in your interactions and in your requests to people. Uh, you know, everybody's virtual right now. And it's just about saying, you know what, I'm going to try 
everything in my toolbox. I'm going to write an email to somebody and put in a, you know, a thought-provoking subject line. I'm going to make a call to somebody and ask them if they can they can help me. And this is uh, not about fear of being judged or, you know, fear of feeling like you failed, but actually just saying, these are the resources I have and this is how I'm going to leverage them. Sometimes people say to me, Michelle, I'm unemployed, can you help me? And I'm like, what have you done? What are you doing? How are you demonstrating that this is a situation that you want to get out of? And I'm not unique in that. I'm not unique in asking those questions. These are the sorts of questions that every employer is asking for, you know, is, is, wants to know. How have you been spending your time? Usually when somebody says to me, I've been looking for a career change, I've been working in retail, for example, for the last four or five years, and I've been trying to transition to, you know, an office environment. Then my question is, okay, so what have you done? And usually it's, um, yeah, you know, I've sent my CV to 100 million places and nobody has responded. And then I say, okay, what are the things that that industry that you want to go into, what do they need to see from you? tumbleweed (laughs) because sometimes it's like if you're doing and doing and doing and doing and nothing is coming back we get frustrated but really it's about upping your psychological game and stopping to think okay what is it that an ideal employer would want to see in me and how can I demonstrate that so a typical thing that people will do is they will say I am an innovative uh, individual that's what they'll write on their CV yet they send a normal CV and a cover letter and expect to hear back or they just apply the normal way through LinkedIn or through you know a job board and they expect to hear back well where is the innovation in that (laughs) when you say I'm an innovative person sometimes it's better to demonstrate it rather than to talk about it and then the next part is going to be Michelle how do I do that well this is what I mean about upping your psychological game learning to sit with a blank piece of paper daily and really just mind mapping thinking of ways researching, you know, the different things that you can do um, to innovate, to create, to sparkle, you know, to shine, such that when somebody sees whatever you're offering, they will be like, like, this is amazing. I'll tell you one thing that happened to me once. In fact, was it the, my second job, I put, I put clouds You know, everybody was sending CVs and it was black and white and it was very proper. And I put clouds at the top of my CV. Like there was clouds, it was like blue clouds at the top of my CV. And then I wrote down everything else in the the blank space. And I remember once I got the job, my manager, one of the first things he said to me was, your CV was hideous. (laughs) Why would you put clouds on a CV? What is wrong with you? And I said, but it made you take notice. You looked at it and you thought, this is so, I don't know, maybe he thought it was cheap, maybe he thought it was tacky, maybe he just thought, why would you do that? But it made him look. And so I remember saying to him, well, look, I won. (laughs) I won, you might have thought it was classless, tasteless, or whatever it was that you thought, but it made you look. And because you looked, I got a job. What was my objective? Not for you to look at it and think, oh, this is beautiful, but for you to give me a job. (laughs) So it's just about innovating. I mean, this was maybe 
close to 10 years ago now, there's so many more ways that we can innovate and, and capture the imagination and the attention uh, of those people that we want to hire us. We even have ways of connecting with them, right? Like LinkedIn, Facebook, and all these other things, ways that you can reach out to your prospective employers and sparkle them. So it's not about you saying, hey, can you give me a job? What can I do for you? It's you saying, hey, you know, I looked at your website and this is what's right and this is what's wrong and I can definitely help you um, create something that is significantly better. That's just, that is just one example. Um, but it's also um, you being able to do it in a way that is uniquely, truly you. And to do that, you need to make that initial investment of time and potentially money. My last piece of advice to somebody who is unemployed is whatever you do, whatever you do, do not give up. Do not give up on, on, on the person you think you can become. Do not settle for less than you think you can be. Because I know that sometimes when we've been searching for a long time, it can feel like, will this ever happen for me? Will I ever be as great as I think I can be? And my only advice is, yes, you can be. Even if you have to take a smaller step to begin with in order to get there, if you apply yourself, if you use your time wisely, if you invest your money in the correct way, then it will happen. If you demonstrate the correct behaviours to the bosses that, that you're working with, if you are empathetic with your colleagues and, and those that are hiring you, you will eventually succeed. But whatever you do, do not give up and do not let this current moment where you feel exasperated, frustrated, challenged, do not let that stop you from knowing who you can be. I firmly, 100% believe that you can be whoever you, you, you think you can be. And it's about stretching that thought and making it even bigger. I said one final thing, but there is also another thing that I think is useful. Align yourself with people that are currently working and get their expertise. Sometimes what we do when we're unemployed is we hang out with people that with other people that are unemployed. But actually it's about hanging out with your people that with people that you know that are doing the work that you want to do and asking them, you know, having casual conversations with them, how's it going? What are you learning? What sorts of things are you doing? Staying abreast of what's going on in business and in the career that you want to have. Um, is super important because you can have intelligent conversations with people as a result of the knowledge that you gather during the downtime. And one of the best places to tap into that knowledge is from other people that are currently doing that work, right? Even ask them, hey, you know, do you need any support with the work that you're doing? Um, or do you want to share ideas? You know, as if you are part of a network of professionals. And that's kind of how you need to think about yourself. You are a professional and you're a successful professional, but you're just having some downtime. And in that downtime, you are getting stronger, you're getting better, you're getting um, more knowledgeable, and you are creating shortcuts for your future career. If you're employed, I'm sending you all the strength in the world, and I know that you can, if you apply yourself in the right way, achieve whatever you set your mind to. And until the next podcast. I really like you. I'm not